Hello there, and thanks for joining me in the podcast. Addiction. Alcohol addiction primarily, but all forms of addiction. That's my topic. This is an important day in our world and in our year. We are now about to enter into another year, 2022. We're now ending the year of 2021, a disastrous year for most people. And here we are at this point where usually this day and this evening and next day are celebrated and often celebrated with some form of alcohol, some drug, some influence on the associations that take place, the friendships, the talk, the gatherings that take place. So I'd like to take a look at this issue of alcohol addiction primarily, since that's the primary drug that's absorbed at this point in time in the calendar year. Marijuana and other forms of drugs are also high on the list. We need to be educated. We need to be aware of what we're really taking part of and what's be what we're including in our life. Alcohol addiction is very, very prominent. And once it takes its course, once it sets in, a person is owned. A person is no longer his own. Once addiction takes place in any form, you are no longer your own person. You now belong to a a grouping known as the addicted individuals of our society. And you all behave similarly in that kind of a situation. So let's take a look at what alcohol addiction really is. People who are into the addiction lifestyle and people who are about to enter the addiction lifestyle argue over what addiction is. The addicted individual does not want to accept his own addiction argues it and fights it. It's almost a sign in itself that one is into the addiction lifestyle and is addicted to some drug, alcohol or whatever. Nobody who is addicted wants to accept the fact that they are addicted. People can tell them, people can hint, people can suggest, people can comment, people can talk about it, but they deny it. Denial is a very predominant part of addiction. If you're denying that you are addicted, you probably (laughs) are addicted or you're about to become addicted or you're in the pathway of addiction. So let's take a look at this idea of addiction. Here's the factors. I like to give you about eight different factors. And then you can kind of evaluate your own self but also learn a little bit about addiction and the people in your life and the people with whom you associate. When your primary patterns and choices of activity involves alcohol being consumed, there is an addiction element taking place in your life. That is, if you need to include alcohol in the activities and the choices of behavior patterns and the social relationships that you have, you are in the pathway of addiction if you're not addicted already. Very critical factor. If you're thinking, okay, let's add alcohol, let's go get some, let's go buy some. What kind do you want? What kind do you like? What's your preferences? When you're thinking that way, you're thinking addiction. Here's number two. There's a historical pattern of increasing the amount of alcohol consumed over time before one gets to the point of satisfaction or to this state of inebriation. That's addiction. That is, if you've been drinking over a period of time and you are increasing the amount of alcohol being consumed, it used to be only one drink. Now it's two. Now it's three. Now it's four. You know, or whatever. If you're increasing the amount of alcohol consumed over time, you're in the addiction process. You're in the addiction pathway. But if it takes more alcohol now to bring you to the point of inebriation, to the point of 
imbalance, you are into the pathway of addiction. So just look at the addiction drinking pattern. Just look at the alcohol consumption level over time. If you're drinking more now than you did six months ago, more six months ago than you did six months prior to that, you're in this pathway of addiction. Here's the third factor. If you become emotionally distraught and upset and agitated when alcohol is not available or you are prevented from drinking, you're in the pathway of addiction. If you have to drink, if you get upset, if you get mad, if you get irritated, you get bothered by the fact that the alcohol is not available or it's cut off or it's all gone and you want more, you're addicted. That's addiction. If you are just emotionally upset over the fact that somehow you do not have the availability of alcohol, there's addiction for you. So if you're prevented from drinking, for whatever reason, drinking is withheld from you, then you're addicted and people know it. And people are trying to tell you that and trying to control it for you. Here's another factor. If you involve yourself in the search and seizure process for alcohol, that is driving from one store to another, going from one party to another, going from one situation to another, looking for alcohol, or the alcohol that you particularly want or like, there's addiction. If you are, if you live a life of search and seizure, you're searching for it. You have to have it. You have to have a certain kind. You have to have a certain amount. There's addiction there. Here's another factor. Sign of addiction. If alcohol becomes a primary topic of discussion among your friends, you and your friends, you and your family, if you talk about alcohol, there's an obsession about alcohol. And that's another sign of addiction. Here's another factor. In the absence of alcohol, one becomes sick, obsessed with getting more of it, just not feeling good until you have more. You want more, you want more, you want more. That's addiction. That's addiction. And lastly, if the withdrawal, that is when you no longer have it available and you no longer drink, you stop drinking, the effects are profound. The physical effects, the emotional effects, your attitudinal effects, your thinking effects, they're all profound. When alcohol no longer is available, that's a sign of addiction. So you can argue whether you're addicted or not. You can argue until you're blue in the face. It's okay, go ahead and argue. The facts speak for themselves. These are the indicators. These are the facts. And if those are present, and if those are part of your life and part of your alcohol uh, relationship, then you have a problem. And we call that problem addiction. The addiction to alcohol. Now, you can say the same thing regarding marijuana. You can say the same thing regarding any other drug. The methamphetamines and so on. They're all the same. They all have that kind of pattern you know, to it. If you're into that kind of a pattern over these next couple days, you better do something about it. You better take notice. You know, there's everything from treatment programs that you need to go into. Some are 30 day long, some are 10 days, or you need to get into an A program, Alcoholics Anonymous, and stay with it for over a year or two. Go three days a week, four days a week. Get into a meeting with Alcoholics Anonymous and do it seriously. Very few. Go to Alcoholics Anonymous and do it seriously. But those that do have a high chance of success, have a high chance of walking away from their addictive lifestyle. But if you only go to a few, you only go to a few every maybe one a week or maybe one every other week, you're not going to have any change in your life whatsoever. It's not going to make any difference. You've got to commit to it. You've got to do it over an extended period of time. Then it will have some benefit. But that's a topic we can spend some more time on later regarding the effectiveness of treatment, but do something because it's going to not only destroy you, 
It's going to destroy your family. It's going to destroy your marriage. It's going to destroy your job. It's going to destroy your occupation. It's going to destroy your health. It's going to destroy your financial strength, your financial stability. It's going to affect and influence and destroy relationships that you have, your future goals. Alcohol is destructive, and it's destructive across the board. And if you add other forms of drugs to it as well, the alcohol and the marijuana together, we know the research is very clear. Increased level of violence and increased level of schizophrenia. The alcohol and marijuana combined over time produces schizophrenia and violence and severe violence, by the way. So nothing good comes from this kind of behavior, this kind of choice behavior. It's not something you're born with. It's something you choose. And because of the substance involved, the marijuana, the alcohol, the methamphetamine or whatever, it changes the course of your body. Your body doesn't mature and doesn't age in the usual pattern. And what we know is the brain becomes impaired. The brain becomes uh, injured, so to speak. It becomes disfigured. So the brain does not function as it would otherwise. We see this from patterns of the MRI. When an MRI is taken of the brain, the brain outside, the outside of the brain, the surface of the brain should be relatively smooth. But with addiction to alcohol, addiction to marijuana, addiction to methamphetamines and some of these other drugs, the brain no longer is a smooth brain on the other. It now looks like a waffle with deep holes and deep pits. It doesn't function anymore like it would otherwise. And the damage is permanent. May I say this, have a good New Year's and don't do anything. It will change your life for the rest of your life. Bye for now.